All you people are so scared of me. Most days I take that as a compliment. But it ain't me you gotta worry about now. Show me your eyes, Riddick. You'd have to come a lot closer for that. Where the hell can I get eyes like that? Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's a new season. It's a new year. Welcome to 2023 and season six, episode one. So let's get into it. What are we doing? What are we covering today? We're covering 2004's The Chronicles of Riddick. So sit back, relax, get you some leftover eggnog if it doesn't mess up your tummy like it does mine and come back after work from a new sponsor or maybe an old sponsor I haven't made up my mind yet boom fireworks yeah you heard that right boom fireworks fuck mr w he don't have shit compared to me what noise does a firework make when you light it on fire boom it don't say mr w it says boom so come to boom fireworks we have no prices best selection in town fuck mr w Welcome back, guys. Like I said in the intro, we're going to get into 2004's The Chronicles of Riddick. Now, this is a sequel movie in, I guess, the Riddick franchise. Um, Riddick is a character first introduced in 2000, uh, 2000's film Pitch Black. Now, I'm just going to say this. Pitch Black was probably one of my favorite movies growing up. Uh, it was so, just the tone. It was, you know, they get this anti-hero and it's just probably one of my favorite characters Vin Diesel has played. And I was so young. I want to say so young. I was like 14, 15 years old. And around that time, I got my first email. And I incorporated Riddick in my first email. So embarrassing that out loud. But it's the truth. It, it, was, a, it was a Yahoo account. And I'm not going to give y'all my email. But... Uh, <laughs> To this day, I think I, I think it's still uh, usable. I have, I have to go check it out and see if it still works. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty big pitch black fan over here. Uh, so the sequel and uh, well before that, Vin Diesel has done you know you got the Fast and Furious franchise, you got the Triple X franchise, um, which only he only did two of those. But you know, and so. When I heard that they were going to do a sequel in 2004, I was really fucking excited. I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see this movie. Um, at first, <laughs> I'm going to be real, I fell asleep close to the end of it. So when I woke up, I was like, kind of like, oh. And at this time, I was watching it at home on DVD so I could rewind the parts. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, this movie, they really did a when they did the 2013 uh, Riddick film, which is a sequel, was the third movie in the franchise, I like that one a whole lot better than I like this one. Uh, but around the time this movie was coming out, Vin Diesel was putting out 
the animated version or the animated installment uh, Dark Fury, and uh, which is kind of takes place between uh, Pitch Black and Chronicles. And then he also had a game come out on Xbox. Uh, I didn't have an Xbox at the time, and so I didn't play it. Um, even to this day, I don't know what what the story, uh, gameplay stuff looked like. I mean, there's probably something I could probably find on YouTube or even Twitch. Um, so right off the bat, we see Riddick. He's you know he spent this time in uh, solitude, and uh oh, they calling me. Everybody wants to start New Year's Eve already. Son of a gun. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. I'm recording this on New Year's Eve. So, anyways. Uh, so, he's in solitude. And we see he's being hunted by mercs. Now, mercs are basically bounty hunters. And if you've seen Pitch Black, you kind of understand uh, the terminology. Mercs. Uh, that's about it. Mercs. <laughs> uh, Riddick's character. I mean, long story short. Riddick is a Furian, we find out in this film, and he has what we believe to be a shine job, which is where he goes and gets his eyes fixed by a doctor so he can see in the dark. Uh, that's one of the reasons why he wears those welding goggles, is so it's too bright, so that's how he can see in daylight. And his main uh, advantage and being a you know a killer and everything is that he can see in the dark. Uh, in this film, we learn he's Furian, and the chances of that shine job be taking place go out the fucking window because it could be a a trait of sorts. But then again, we see we meet another Furian at the end, uh, close to the end of the film, and he doesn't have the same you know gimmick or whatever. So. You know, maybe the shine job did work. Maybe it didn't. There's never really a confirmation. Only the fact that Jack, who's now going by the real name Kira, and Jack is a character from the first one. And then I'm jumping around all over the place, and I apologize. But um, he has this bounty on his head, and these mercs are coming after him. He finds out that one of the people he saved on the on the planet of the first film, uh, the Holy Man, it played by. Keith David, he put out this bounty to find Riddick only because the threat that's coming to his home world, or now I don't know if it's home world, but his new home world that he lives with his new family, and it they're called Necromongers. Now this whole race, it it's it got me confused only because it was like all for me come from the first film. There's no sense of other planets, other races, other civilizations. It was only, hey, it's a ship of people, uh, people, strangers, basically total strangers, making their way into outer space to get from one place to another place. You know, there's no interaction. They're just cryosleep, and then, hey, we're here, wake up. And if you've seen the first film, you know how that goes. Uh, this one, there's, there's more alien race, I wouldn't say alien race, they're all humans, but there's, you know, people from Planet Furia, people from Necromongers, people who are elementals, um, and it's, it's, there's a little bit more, I would say, depth in this, in this, uh, franchise, um, and I, just like I said earlier, there's an elemental who's played by Judy Dench, she has lived to tell the tale of the Necromonger. Now, Necromongers are this group of 
of converted humans who are following the Lord Marshall, played by Colum Fior, a.k.a. Storm of the Century villain. Y'all remember that that Stephen King uh, TV series, miniseries, whatever, back in, what was it, 98, 99? Uh, so he plays the Lord Marshall, and uh, he's been, quote-unquote, seen the other side, or he died and was able to see the underverse, is what it's called. And so he's converting... You know, they go from planet to planet and convert the humans, the people of that planet to this new race or whatever. And if they can't convert you, they just blow you the fuck up or they cure you. So, and the real, I don't know if it's really fucked up, but there's a lot of treachery in this fucking place. Because we see Varco, played by Carl Urban, a.k.a. The Boys, Billy Butcher. Oh, hey, mate, you're a fucking cunt. Yeah. Him and his wife, Dame Varco, and she's played by, uh, what did I say their name? Thadine, Thadine Newton. She's the girl from uh, Mission Impossible 2. And this bitch, holy fuck, man. She's like, you know, you keep what you kill. Kill, you know, you're going to have to kill him and this and kill Lord Marshall. And, and like, she wants to live high on the hog. Um, So they're threatening this planet that uh, Iman, the holy man, is living on. And... Vin Diesel's character Riddick comes in and finds out what's going on and he's like this ain't my fight whatever and the holy man throws Jack in his face like well you're just gonna leave us like you left her right so it's f so fuck it right you're just gonna forget about us like she never forgave you for that shit and it sticks and it's it sticks a nerve it can, you know because he catches like fuck like you were supposed to protect her. What the fuck happened to her? And it's, we find out that she went out looking for him. She looked up to, Di to, to Diesel. She looked up to Riddick. Um, in the first film, she basically copied his style. She shaved her head. She made little, you know, little goggles. And 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 he he took a liking to her. He's like, you know what? Just and at the same time, it was, she was a female pretending to be male. So then she does that, and everybody's all looking at her like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But she stayed with the Iman, Imam, whatever his name is, uh, Keith David's character. But she said, fuck this, I'm, I'm, I need to find him. I need to find Riddick almost like, you know, big brother, little sister, even though they're not blood-related, adm admiration. Um, we get, she gets a little hints as to where, what happened to her, and so she started running with Mercs, and they kind of betrayed her, they fucked her over. And she got locked up. She's on a on a uh, in a prison colony, whatever, uh, on a planet that's basically too hot to live on the surface. That you got to live underground. Vin Diesel's character Riddick has been in every single fucking prison in the universe, in in this galaxy, this universe, whatever. So he knows what he's talking. He knows what uh, the holy man's talking about. And after a brief interaction with the necromongers. Uh, we lose the holy man. Uh, Vin Diesel's character uh, kills the man who killed his friend. And then the necromonger Lord Marshall, leader, he tells, you know, he wants to know a little bit more about Riddick. So he has them go to some kind of chamber to kind of, it's almost like minority report. You got these weird ass people, you know, like, you know, hacking his mind basically they're fucking you know they're hacking his head they're trying to figure out you know 
what who are his people and and what his story is they find out that he's furian now the furian race is probably the only race of of people that the lord marshall really fears because it's been prophesized that a furian child would grow up to destroy the necromonger race and destroy the lord marshall and this is why we hear the story of i guess him killing all the furian babies with their umbilical cord now if you remember the first film like i do that's the one story riddick has when him and the holy man kind of have a little discussion with each other and you know it's it's kind of little it's a little sad and then so this is what kind of sparks you know we need this guy to help us fight these people so he, let me find out he's furian the lord marshal say kill him fuck him up and you ain't gonna kill this dude this dude, you know, he jumps up, fucks everybody up. The Merc who chased him in the beginning of the film, uh, Tombs, played by Nick Chinlund, 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 Chitlin, Chinlund, whatever, uh, he had a tracker on his ship that Riddick, uh, when he disposed of them, and he didn't really dispose, he just kind of threw them out of the ship. And so Riddick kind of, Riddick, he thinks like, oh, yeah, oh, he didn't think about that. I'm pretty sure he did think about that, and, you know. And uh, so he comes with his new crew uh, to take Riddick into custody or whatever. And then Riddick kind of tells, you know, say, hey, so you're you're so far, you're over here. You're, you know, the only, only real place you can take me for your quote-unquote reward is this planet and um, where Jax is at. And he's like, what the fuck? How the hell does he know that shit? You know, whatever. We're taking him in. We're getting paid. So they do that, and uh, it's almost like a group of Russians that run this place because these dudes, they're just chilling, playing, you know, dominoes, whatever, cards, you know, chilling on the ground, and uh, tells the guys, you know, okay, well, we'll take them in. We'll take them in, and uh, y'all can sleep here for the night, and, uh, you know, we'll worry about the, the brass tacks in the morning. One of the guys named Atoli, he has a nose for trouble. I thrust him in his nose. So he kind of, he has a bad feeling about this one. And the guy's like, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll take care of it in the morning. Well, here, uh, Riddick f comes into contact with Jax. And like I said, she's going by, she's going by the, her, either her real name or her new name. She's going by Kira. And she's played by Alexa Davalos. Um, I don't know many, much stuff that she's in. I want to. I wouldn't mind clicking to find out more, just to give you a little brass text, cause uh, she's been in the Man in the Castle, in the High Castle. That's an Amazon show. Uh, FBI's Most Wanted, Clash of the Titans. I think that's where I recognize her from, but I don't know. Feast of Love and Defiance. So that's a little bit about her. Uh, it's revealed that she went finding this so-called doctor to do the same shine job on her that Riddick got. And it was a bunch of bullshit. She's very, eh, I don't want to say pissed off, maybe, man, a little pissed off with Riddick in the situation. Uh, and Riddick kind of just like, I think there was, a, there was, yeah, there was a squash, hang on. There was a scene where a bunch of like weird fucking mutant dogs are chasing him. And he somehow calms them down. Like, he just starts petting him and shit after a little confrontation and whatnot. But, but yeah, so the, he he meets up with Kira, 
and then the morning comes or whatever and shit just hits the fan so the mercs want this money the prison guards or whatever they're it's like it ain't really worth it this guy just you know he's not really worth this and that they have an incident and they just have a shootout now they're able to move their offices or whatever up and down to try to ventilate uh, the air and stuff like that because when the sun's not when they're on the dark side of the sun or whatever it's cooler as soon as the sun hits the surface just engulfs in just hot volcanic land and it's it's crazy so that little office goes up and down and after the little shootout tombs a bunch of his crews is you know get 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 got tombs jumps down there's like a a rope around um to repel the prisoners or whatever so he's on the rope and uh, he climbs, you know, after everything's done, all the crew, all the um, the prison guards, they guys, they head up to, to the hangar because they're going to leave. It's like, fuck this shit. They close the door, so, and they fucked up the trans little cart that takes you to and from the hangar into the office, whatever. Um, so their only option to get to the hangar is to run on the surface before the sun hits and fucks them and obliterates them. And while the other guys have to take basically the underground tunnel to said hangar, all the while, oh, and that's the reason why they have that shootout is because the necromongers are on their trail and they're headed because they know they have Riddick, <clears throat> Varko and his crew, Vako, Vako. Um, they make it there and they hit a hill and right before the sun not the the whole fine gulf you know wave of lava or whatever hits them but the even just the sunrise is coming and Kira's stuck and she's kind of like you know I was just playing when when I said uh I didn't care if I lived or died right like you're gonna help me right like oh okay bitch so Riddick jumps propels down on the rope grabs her from where she's at takes her swing basically swings completely like a 180 or whatever Maybe, well, I have not a full 360. Yeah, it's 180. Uh, grabs her, makes it over the ledge. Then they make their way to the hangar, only to discover that the necromongers are there, ready to find him or whatever. Not knowing that the people of the prison are there, already getting ready to load up in the ship. And uh, they, they have a little shootout. Then Riddick, uh, Kira, a couple of the convicts that escaped with them, start fighting everybody. And then uh, the sun starts to come a little bit close, you know, because it was, I think it was, the, it was in like some sort of valley. So the sun didn't completely engulf everything. It was kind of, they managed to get past a hill of some sort, and then they're in this situation. Neuritic knocks himself out. Kira is, is scared, but she doesn't want to die on that planet, so she uh, basically jumps in with the necromongers because they're, they're leaving. And one of the necromongers, the purifier who in a weird way kind of like is in, is like intrigued by Riddick only because it, we find out he's the other Furion. He converted and now he runs with the Necromongers. He only traveled with Vako to knowing that he if he didn't succeed in his mission to destroy Riddick, kill him, 
that he would deliver this message, and the message was, leave Lord Marshall alone. You don't don't come back to Helion. Don't come back. Don't don't leave him alone. Just you're free. You know, don't worry about. It. We're not gonna come after you. And uh, Riddick's like, nah, fuck that. Kira, Kira is up there, and he knows that they're either gonna fuck her up or convert her or some shit. And so he's on a rescue mission because deep down, you know, he cares for her because he's like, he's, he's always running solo. He's, you know, he's by himself. And then when that first movie happens, he's like, damn, like even in the first movie, you think he's like, man, fuck y'all. I'm leaving. Boom. He doesn't. He goes back for him and he saves the two. And now one of them's dead and the other one's on the verge of being dead. So he goes back. Uh, Vako makes his way and tells the Lord Marshal that his mission is complete, that Riddick is dead, don't worry about him. And he gets promoted or something like that. And the dame kind of sent, I guess she was outside and she sensed, had a feeling that Riddick had made his way back. And she's like, man, this shit, dude, what the fuck do we do? And he's like, I, I gotta tell him. He's like, no, because then that's good. You, then you're, he's gonna fucking kill you. He's gonna fuck you up because you lied. Let Riddick do his thing. And when Riddick has Lord Marshall where he wants him to before he kills him, you steal the kill. You kill him and you keep what you kill. Cause that's the Necromongo way. You keep what you kill. So if you if a dude got a hat you like, you kill him, you keep his hat. Apparently you kill the Lord Marshall, you get to be the new leader. Which only stands which only sets up for you to be the next person to get fucking killed, Julius Caesar style. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna fuck you up because they're gonna want what you got. That's kind of fuck. I would be, you better have your head on a swivel, you know what I mean? Just, huh, what? Nah, I'm good. Lock all your fucking doors. Have somebody taste test everything you fucking eat. Shit like that. So, Riddick makes his way, and then him and the Lord Marshal have their little opening, you know, talk, well, not talk, but like you know, back and forth. And it's revealed Kira did make, did get discovered and has converted. She's like this, I don't want to say a mindless zombie, but she's not no longer her 100% self. She's kind of like, oh, join us. You'll like it. It didn't hurt as bad as you would think it might hurt. You know, that bullshit. Uh, so they fight. And uh, the fucking Lord Marshall, he, Lord Marshall has this weird fucking power or this ability to kind of, I wouldn't not slingshot, but like, he sees what's going to happen and he, you're able to see his next move. Like he's really fast or some shit. And so when he's fighting Riddick, he's doing this, but Riddick is getting him, you know, getting a couple of good shots, this and that. Kira then helps uh, Riddick and just right before you think Lord Marshall's going to hit him with a uh, stabbing motion, which stab him or some shit, or she stabs him and then he pushes her, he throws her away and she lands in some sort of like pillar with like, blades or something sticking out so she gets she dies she you know she gets impaled falls down is dying and riddick is able to get lord marshall in in a compromise compromising position and vaco takes this as his opportunity to strike comes down with an axe and we see this time uh the lord marshall see what's about to happen and he's doing his little speedy gonzalez you know flash moment and just where he's about to land, Riddick is coming down with a blade. He does his thing. Vako misses. And Riddick lands the blade. Boom. Straight to the dome. 
everybody's just like, oh, because the dame is, she turns around, she's like, oh, it's flawless. Yes, we're going to be, we're going to be the head motherfuckers around town. Nah, bitch. And she flips out. And I'm just like, ha, fuck you. Um, he goes to Kira. She dies in his arms. And he's just like, fuck. And then he looks up. And he sees everybody kind of like making their way to in front of him. He's like, you know what? It's like, what the fuck's going to happen now? Boom. They start kneeling. They see him as the new leader. And before they had the bomb that blows the planet up before they leave, he doesn't detonate it. He, you know, he retreats it back, whatever. And the end. Now, like I said in the beginning, I was a Riddick fan, a fan of the first film. Bought the DVD for the second film. And the version I remember, I believe it's, I don't want to say it's a director's cut. Or, or what, or the extended version, but there was a lot more flashbacks to Furia. There was a lot more depth in some scenes with uh, the necromongers and, and other stuff that was cut from the film. <clears throat> and at the very end uh, of this version of the film, the theatrical version, you see like a little, uh, at the end, like, He's sitting in the throne, and then there's a scene where the bomb or whatever explosion is going to happen doesn't go. It get, retreats back in, and then we see the elemental make her little statement about, oh, what are the odds of that? And the end. The The version I remember watching the first time was he just sits there, and he says, you keep what you kill. He says it. Riddick says it. And that's the end of the movie. Um, this version, oh, and then this version, he are, uh, and the one I saw when he, his soul is being taken out of his body. He says "fuck you." In this version, he says "never." So that might be because I don't think this is rated R or maybe PG thirteen. There wasn't a lot of cussing and stuff like that. So this one, he tells him "fuck you," or in the, the version I saw the first time. But this version, I'm sorry, this version, he says "never." So that was kind of weird. But I've seen this version a little bit more times than the one I remember seeing. And uh, it's just... I, I would rather... If you're going to watch this film, watch the extended director's cut, whatever it's called. Uh, this one's good, but it's like... Like I remember missing... It's, parts are missing and, and, and depth to the story. But, I mean... It was four, four years, in the, I guess, since the first film. And then... The third film came out in 2013, and that's like already fuck almost 10 years. Um, and there are talks for a third or third fourth film. I believe it's going to be called something Furia or Furian, something like that. But I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> um, but like I said, the first one and the third one, the third one was really good. The first one was probably my all-time favorite, and uh, this film, yeah. It's it's cool and it extends you know some lore and other stuff, but comparing this one to the first one, hell no. And the third one, yeah, this one's last place. But uh, that's it, man. Um, that's gonna be the review, the first episode of season six, talking about Chronicles of Riddick. And uh, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Stay tuned for the outro. That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank y'all for checking it out and sticking with it to the very end. 
I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all had a loving, safe, and happy new year. Y'all didn't do too crazy and get too hungover. Um, what is on the verge? What is next for Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn? Well, we still got the countdown to 100. We're still making our way to episode 100. Um, I want to say the ep- last episode, like episode 100, would be uh, right around the same time where I released the first, around the fourth anniversary. But it looks that it's going to be like a week after or so. So I might drop two episodes that week, 99 and 100. Uh, just because I want to hit that fourth anniversary, uh, that four-year anniversary mark with the uh, with the hundred with hundredth episode. So uh, the best of episode that came out last week, kind of uh, part of me was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And you know what? It had to be done. Had didn't do the season four best of clip show, and you know it's better better late than never. Um, so that's 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 what I'm working towards weekly releases until we get to 100 might take a month off or so but that is going to be there's some movies i have already in the chamber ones i'm thinking about doing and just to give you all a quick rundown uh, if you do go to shutuppopcorn.com you'll see the coming soon section and i'm looking at it right now we already have i gotta update it but uh we have after Earth, which is going to be a worst actor franchise episode, take a guess at who it's going to be about. Willie, 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 Will Smith, uh, Deuce Bigelow 2, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Bad News Bears Go to Japan, Son of the Mask, Whole Ten Yards, Star Trek 5, Mean Girls 2, Legally Blondes, Zorro, A Legend of Zorro, Staying Alive, Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. Now, some of these are films I'm having. Uh, I'm putting off to the side because I had talked to other people about that I wanted to jump on and do it. So the last three or four are probably going to be in that hold off section. But I am also going to get into more worse actor franchises. So I have uh, in, I want to say, for it, 1923 and Yellowstone coming out, I'm going to get into Harrison Ford and Kevin Costner. Uh, haven't done the research on Cameron Costner yet, but Her- I have Paranoia. I think it came out in 2013 uh, for Harrison Ford. And this is off the Rotten Tomatoes site. I got Tom Cruise, The Rock, Halle Berry, Denzel Washington, Jack Black, J Lo, Christopher Walken, a double with uh, Geely. Uh, I also have Estelle Getty. I'm also going to break up the Alien and Predator franchises. I know I did AVPR in season one, so I'm going to go ahead and break that apart and do Alien 3 and I don't know which Predator. Some people say Predator 2. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on that. I'm going to get into Scary Movie 5. Um, and uh, what else I got here? Some, some more animated films, kid films, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Toy Story, Spy Kids. Um, so yeah. And I do want to do Lost Boys 2 with my man, my buddy Everett. And uh, so if he still wants, is down to do that, we got to link up with him. And that's about it. That's what I have for the future for season six. So some ideas. Like I said, might take a break after episode 100. Uh, just because I got, you know, two episodes a month is pretty good. You know, you get a week off and kind of chill and, and not rush everything. And then doing weekly, you know, it's, 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 I got more time on my hands to do it. But, um, you know, I'm a 
plan is to get to 100 and then take it from there. So if you're down with that, I appreciate y'all and I thank y'all again for checking out the podcast. Do me a solid. Go over to Extra Butter, like, subscribe. And uh, I just saw the first Avatar movie, so I'm going to be doing an episode of Pop, uh, Poppy My Movie Cherry. I know, don't don't shame me. I get enough of it for saying it out loud. Um, I'm not going to wait 13 years to see the sequel, but I have heard some iffy things about the sequel. But I enjoyed the, the, the first one. That's probably why a lot of people did. But then at the same time, I wasn't a fan of like 3D movies, but uh, that all changed. So go check out the episode. I'm probably going to record it now. If not, it'll be in the future. And like I said, go check out Extra Butterfeed. So with that being said, guys, this is Spooning Love from up above saying, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of yourself and the people you love. Nanu, nanu. Peace. Thank you.